Hello. As you've probably seen from the title of the episode, our guest today is one of the key crew members from Team Taco, and he reached out after the recording because he forgot to mention a really cool event Team Taco has coming up on July 4th. Team Taco is going to be doing a Bob's Burgers themed pop-up, one day only. Sounds really cool. That's it. July 4th, Bob's Burgers pop-up at Team Taco. Check it out. Here's the episode. Amidst waning tourism, Springfield briefly considered changing its name to Brandon, Missouri, in an effort to catch the eye of people who misspelled Branson and people named Brandon, right here in Brandon, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. Oh boy, Andy, you just jumped right back into it. Sure did. It's almost like we didn't take a relatively long break. It was from doing the show. Relatively long, no, mm-hmm. not the longest break we've had. But uh, man, thought I was gonna forget how to do it. Clearly, that's I right. Not. It's I'm been doing a, really well. It's been 11 days since our last recording. The last wow. recording was the live show at the rickshaw. Wow, listeners heard last week. Uh, felt like that was pretty good. I guess mm, good app. <laughs> Great, great experience all around. Love performing live. Yeah, it was a really good. And uh, the week before that, the Andy's Frozen Custard episode came out finally. Wow. And after we recorded that show back in April, uh, we ran into somebody and I said, hey, we need to finally mm-hmm. have you on the show for your own episode. And that person is, can we say your whole name? Doug Riddle. Sure. Hi. Uh, it's on the books. Hi. It's on <laughs> the, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's in the paper for sure. Yeah, um, a point of some people's contention, though. I'm also known on Facebook as Doug Arnott. What is that about? Um, it was a, a joke from like a friend of mine's coworkers like 10 years ago before I took a Facebook hiatus in like 2008. After good for it you. Got, yeah, no, it, good for you. Dude, it got so lame when they opened it up to the public, right? It used to just be corporations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those days when they were people? Um, so I took a break from the Facebook. I got a job at the brewery at Mother's Brewing Company, and all of a sudden I was getting these emails like, "Hey, you're tagged in this like you know thing online." Mm. I was like, "What is this all about?" So I had to kind of, I guess, own my online identity. Sure. And uh, one of the jokes at the time was like, "Oh yeah, that's Doug or not." And I thought that was a great. Oh, now I get great it. name. Yeah, now yeah. So <laughs> I thought it was brilliant because I was like, "Well, I'll I'll make this name. It'll be Doug R." not mm-hmm. and it'll be a funny funny joke when you say it quickly like most people say names and no one from high school will be able to friend oh. me because they won't be able to find me mm. i thought I, this was the silver lining sure right like oh man this is just gonna be oh, it's gonna be so happy people from high school suck uh, <laughs> on the whole there's like six <laughs> that you really need to kind of like keep up with right and i mean most I was like, yeah, I had a lot of nice acquaintances and friends and stuff in high school. However, it was just more of like, that's kind of why I got away from it because I didn't want to see like what my kindergarten teacher was up to because I would say dirty things online when we were sure. in college, right? That's what, that's what Facebook was originally all about. Oh, sure. my Facebook is, uh, you can't see anything except from the most recent year uh, <laughs> for a reason. That's nice. So <laughs> the, uh, the kick in the pants was my name, Doug Riddle begins with r so if somebody types in doug r mm. i still pop yeah. up mm. hubris yeah i mean this isn't the guy i was looking for but it does look <laughs> like I, him I think that's <laughs> so maybe he changed his name but uh every now and then though i get like doug r no which is mm. cool 
right? I mean, like, like the French kind of like. Well, now you're in danger of being confused with the sheriff. Sheriff Jim Harnot. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a fine line. Maybe that could be like his evil kind of like. It's a fine blue line. Let's go ahead and give some context to who you are, Doug. You are current co-owner of Team Taco, but you've been involved with several local food and beverage businesses yeah over the years I, we probably went over before but you can give, want to just give us a brief rundown sure uh i kind of got into the whole food game um actually back when i was a kid at silver dollar city mm. so I, I grew up down there and my my dad uh, works there he runs all the food there you're Whoa. making funnel cakes yeah uh i didn't oh, have to man. Well, i was like frozen lemonade dude and like um make sure everything's in stock across like five or six little stands down there the food's the okay. only thing that it still attracts me to silver dollar city i'm not a roller coaster guy i'm Agreed. not a uh uh, yeah. Country bear, uh, <laughs> but that food is so good. I have been it's thinking and talking about Silver Dollar City quite a bit this week because uh, yeah. I just went on that vacation to San Diego and we took my nephews. We, my family, we took mm-hmm. our my nephews to Legoland. Wow, cool! And um, it's not great. It's just uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm kind of spoiled by Silver Dollar City. That's it's a really good theme park. Mm. It's super good. It's and so cons- the theme they- is so consistent. Is. Thank you for getting it right. Uh, theme park is indeed what it is. It's not actually an amusement park, right? Sure. Like Six Flags, primarily mm-hmm. amusement driven, right? Scary, not dying. Yeah, yay, fun. But Silver Dollar City kind of does that. It is. It's obviously themed the 1890s, um, but it, it, there are amusement aspects. But most people call it an amusement park, which I think kind of belittles it into what it actually does do, which is provide this kind of authentic experience because the people working there. I mean, they live that life. That's what they do. I mean, they've been doing that stuff for like 40 years. Like, mm-hmm. no joke. I mean, it's pretty cool in that respect. Yeah. You know, who I've always wanted to meet there. Those guys on the bald knobbers ride <laughs> <laughs> when they say bald knobbers coming. Yeah. The train, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm talking about a uh, fire in oh, the fire hole. In the hole. Yeah, oh, the, right? the cast of actors that oh, uh, comes yeah. out uh, for that performance each, <laughs> each round. Um, they look so, th- those guys that have a little bit of a waxy appearance to them. Well, yeah, I mean, they're fit, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, everybody seems in good shape. That's really they, they run a hundred shows a day, I mm-hmm. would say. No no air conditioning in the fire in the hole. Really? Yeah, it's hot I love fire in the hole so much. I like that train at the end. I like to get up to that train part <laughs> yeah. and go, you guys hear that train? Just <laughs> <laughs> ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Good job. So you got your start at Silver Dollar City, Doug. Yeah, kind of <laughs> got in, I got into like I didn't really realize it, you know, but I got into like food and I guess more importantly at that time it was like logistics, like moving a line very quickly or like being able to deal with you know a lot of uh angry people for no reason, mm. right? Like half diet coke, half coke kind of stuff. Yeah. Um took a break from that, got a job at Mother's Brewing Company after I quit college for the second time. Head brewer, right? <laughs> yeah, I became head brewer, uh, wow. mostly by default because I was the only brewer for a long time. Um, but then once we hired somebody else, I I, I was I was better than him because I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, yeah, got to be head brewer there, and man, got to see both oceans um, with the brewery. So it was pretty wow. cool, you know, travel the country, and man, um, that really kind of like kicked the food game off. And I got into spirits because we had to handle um, barrels. Uh, my buddy David, who is now head of production there. Um, so we were handling like these big spirit barrels, right? Mm. Like old timey whiskey barrels and like sherry barrels. So you mean the barrels were haunted? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask him if he got they, the beer from the ocean, but we got cr- too they far away from it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they leak, they cry, they weep, as they say. Um, they have their own personalities. Um, so I just got into spirits that way and got into cocktail making and then kind of uh, moonlighted across Springfield doing some 
um, some cocktail gigs, just hanging out in the bars, like Skinny Slims, um, mm. do that kind of thing. And man, it was I got I got into it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I am positive that I said this the last time you were on the show because you were mm -hmm. on over a year ago Let's, when the whole Team Taco crew oh, yeah. was on here. Yeah. But I have been on a bunch of brewery tours at this point, and mm. you do, leading the Mother's Tour was by far the best one. Yeah, My favorite thanks. one. You were excellent. Thank you. I loved doing it. Um, the, I did escape college with a degree in education, so I think that oh. kind of helped, right? Uh, um, at what level? Uh, secondary. Cool. So, I have one of those. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I don't even know if I have my diploma, but uh, yeah. I've got, I've got like a third dairy one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it it came Triple in handy. crown of sorts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got 138 college credit hours of virtually unused. Like, <laughs> you can't use them anywhere, right? Like, what do you, who cares? But it did kind of work out that I got really good at speaking in public, uh, kind of improving, like getting pushed into something without a plan and just like, hey, stall and do this. And I always knew more than the person. This is a, the great art of teaching, right? Knowing more than your audience, mm -hmm. like being like one chapter ahead of your students in the, in the book or whatever. Mm. Um, you can get by. <laughs> you can get by without it. Yeah. That's, I know, teach third grade, Doug. Know how to <laughs> I don't know if you know this. That, the math's surprisingly <laughs> tricky, though. Just, just, just so you have background for yeah, background. me joking yeah. about this. I loved doing tours. Um, and more importantly, though, I loved uh, not taking on tours. Because mm. that was kind of the... Um, I, did, I, got, I definitely got disenfranchised with the beer world um, and the, the beer audience. Um, so that, was, that made it easy to kind of jump into like restaurant work. Which, yeah, you just deal with a whole other set of um, difficult people. Really. Group of beer guys <laughs> come in. They're like, mm, group. The same Duh. as they're the, um, yeah, I'll have that sour, please. Okay, cool. This is a, you know, northern German style called Gosa. I don't like sours. <laughs> okay, well, why do you want, why do you want it? Well, it's, I need to complete my own tap badge and I'm going to leave a review for it. Mm. Like, uh, but your review is going to be no stars because you don't like, yeah. why, why are you? Intentionally ordering a thing you don't you yeah. don't like to, yeah. to to purposely negatively review it. Um, who let you out of the house? Like, <laughs> why? Are, how did you get here? Kind of thing, you know. And it was yeah. I got pretty tired of that. So we'll see if I ever want to go back to it. But no. Yeah. So yeah, here we go. Yeah, you um, were great at it. Like I was saying, I, I'd been to. I've done the Budweiser one. I went to Lagunitas yeah. uh, in Northern California. The California which, one, which cool. was good. But like I learned so much more about the brewing process at the smaller scale brewery that you were leading the tour. So. Yeah, man, I loved it. Um, I kind of just, I jumped in from home brewing and was literally just kind of the first person to like ask if mothers needed help. Mm. Um, but I was also signed up to go to like a, a beer college um, in Chicago called the Siebel Institute of Technology. And the current broom or the, the former brewmaster at the time was, he got his full degree from Siebel. So I kind of took this like 101 course, but I assume it was like, well, this kid's like, using all of his credit card debt to pay for this unaccredited college. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's have him go wash some drains for a while. And then I just, you know, got to learn professionally by just like failing a bunch, you know, like getting sure. in there and, and doing it. Um, and yeah, I got to do some cool stuff, man. Taste a lot of beer, which was really cool. Professionally taste a lot of beer, which is uh, humbling to say the least, which I think is I get a pretty big chip on my shoulder about people uh, saying things uninformed <laughs> in a sort of oh, you must qualitative love the show then. <laughs> <laughs> we're openly uninformed though i feel like we mention There's, it when a, we we are that's a key point yeah uh, i remember sitting next informed. to you at uh we may have talked about this before too but you and i were at a table together uh, it was like a moxie fundraiser thing and I, it was the young people table yeah, definitely like, everybody like had been invited by mike to to be yep. the young people present at this event that was mostly <laughs> people at retirement age or nearing yeah. retirement age and you were very upset at like not upset but yeah. 
you were uh, persnickety about a certain type of liquor being just given away for free or something like that. <laughs> yes, yes, abs- absolutely. Um, so in the spirit game, right? So I was running this um, very large uh, high-end whiskey program down at CB Social House. Oh. Uh, and so yeah, it was like, you know, 400-ish bottle kind of like count thing. And um, we didn't have certain like, we weren't allowed full allocation um, because we weren't going through a certain product fast enough or whatever. And then, you know, so you try to like, tailor your, your menu to like get these higher prized whiskeys. This was right before um, the bourbon boom had really taken hold now where it's in full effect where you can't find cheap good bourbon really. You have to kind of know somebody um, or just show up at the right spot at the right time and just get lucky about it I guess. So anyways we're at this event and uh, they had the Yippie Kaye um, from uh, High West out of Utah. A brilliantly made um, blended whiskey with it's like a they're trying to basically imitate a Manhattan and so they use some aging in uh, rye whiskey, aging in vermouth barrels and whiskey barrels. And it's an awesome whiskey. But we couldn't get it, right? We got like one bottle. And at the event, they were like giving it away for free. And they had like three or four bottles at the back. And I was just like, oh, man, come on. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to schlep $13 cocktails to use High West to get this allocation. And you guys are just giving away for free, man. Come on. <laughs> so I drank a lot of it. <laughs> that night just to yeah. show him <laughs> i don't remember a whole lot from that night i, I remember uh, i remember that yeah. hanging out with you and it was your, fun uh, partner or girlfriend whatever you all say yeah partner <laughs> it was a good time we yeah. being good my partner mary shout out to mary uh sarah and were also at that table with us oh, nice uh it was cool. It was a cool, cool time. Sounds like a real Nate's been fantastic uh, here. Nate's been helping out the taco shop recently. Oh, that rules! That's oh. great. Yeah, yeah. We have just cracking everybody up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joining in on it, like we got a, we have a pretty good vibe at the old taco shop, which is kind of hard to, I guess, pick up on because we do so much behind, when the window slams. Right, it becomes their own little like improv troupe. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's how you keep the the sanity away and the realness of it. Right, you got to like get into character or do something, just you know, make jokes or whatever. Um, one of the running jokes is replacing any song, um, replacing the word love with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one, right? Sure. Like, Doug to Doug, you baby. Uh, what's Doug got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Addicted in an elevator. Doug. Addicted to Doug. <laughs> yeah. Or good bit. Uh, guac, replace any any word that has rock with guac. Mm. Right. So you can just, the heart of guac and roll or, you know. Uh-huh. And, I, I dug Walk and roll. <laughs> you get tripped up easy, right? You can see it. Put another dime in the juke quack. <laughs> Dougie. That's exactly what we do. And we just go, no, that doesn't work. You need a job over there, Dan? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I cannot cook anything or handle a knife. Uh, I, hopefully that is okay. Got a couple, couple credit hours in culinary school, though. Okay, nice. I'll put those on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, nothing like that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I went over to Team Taco and had some tacos right after that live show uh, at the Royal and saw a couple new faces in there. Definitely. Not not to misconstrue myself. I remember you called me. You were mad. Yeah. (laughs) What is the deal? No, it was just some really friendly dude. Uh, an old friend had, was in town and happened to come to the show. And yeah. like we stood outside and he just chatted with us just as friendly as possibly. Was, be. He, was he a tall drink of water by chance? Uh, I, I don't know because what it's, size you're sort of, drink of water up there. You're sort of, he's sort of, sort of elevated. Yeah, yeah. The, space, the, the, we so got the, the, the pitch of the, uh, the driveway, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I would say mid-20s. Yeah, yeah. We've got, like just, we have a pretty set. Well, Sundays are hard in any industry, right, to get people to work, which is why everybody loves to go out and party on Sundays. So, but somebody's got to work it, right? 
Um, but I think that's our that's our, our dude Robert. Um, that sounds right. He's a gym. He's a he, lovely, lovely person. He recognized my dream ritual shirt, and we oh, got oh, us yeah. chatting about local bands. Absolutely. Uh, um, shout out to Jason Nunn. Yeah, uh, brother-in-law. Oh, really? Yeah. Very absolutely. cool. Huh. Yeah. What do you know? Great band. <laughs> Great. <laughs> really band. missed them. <laughs> so good. Really like, good. Super good. Um, man, remember music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he. He, we sort of flirted with having him slash them on the show at one point. We even ran into him uh, at Springfield Diner whenever we were there for oh, reviewing. That's nice. And, yeah. uh, he's a he's a sandwich man. Oh, loves sandwiches. No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> we we did officially finalize the last several, it's, like the last run of yeah. episodes on the on the show. So yeah, I guess that ship has sailed. We're yeah, booked. I was gonna say ships passing in the night. Yeah, much Next as time. the band Dreamitual <laughs> is a ship that has sailed. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Man, Bo- both equal contributions <laughs> to culture. Spring Food Mo and uh, the the Dream Ritual Band. Before we get too far away from beers, um, mm. why don't you tell us what yeah. we're sipping on here today, Doug? You were very excited. I was very this. excited. I made Andy wash some glasses for me. He didn't make me. We just noticed that my <laughs> wine glass. Listen. My girlfriend lives far away. The wine glasses aren't getting a lot of use right now. No, straight, <laughs> straight they straight were the not clean. They were dusty. <laughs> She's the wine drinker. No, I'm saying what am I gonna I don't drink wine alone is what I'm saying. Oh. oh. Why not? Huh. Drink hard, hard liquor. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess I mean that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, we had, you know, kind of danced around doing a um, sorry. Wines for dates is like the what I'm going uh, for, right? It's not. You can drink it yeah. by yourself, but I'm sorry, yeah, Doug. I'm just very important that I be understood here. <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> You're an animal in that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we kind of danced around um, the idea of doing like a beer show. Um, and hopefully it was like, oh, we'll talk about maybe local beers or something and can get some give, give some insight mm-hmm. as to like how the industry kind of operates or where it's kind of at or whatever that would come up really. Um, instead, I brought you one of my favorite beers in the entire world. Um, this is a Goose, G-U-E-U-Z-E, from Belgium. Um, it is kind of like, I hate to say this, but the original sour ale, or one of them, right? Um, it's spontaneously fermented. Uh, this is legally a blend of one, two, and three-year-old spontaneously fermented mm. Lambic beer. So the initial fermentation takes up to six months, usually. Um, and then it is held in um, aged wooden barrels, usually like Chardonnay barrels or something very uh, more inert um, flavors. And then they are blended and held back according to each one's own sort of potential, right? Um, and you get these, this is where you get the idea of like the cuvee, right? Where maybe there's a special batch that is so good because the stars and the moons aligned or whatever that you hold it back, but the rest goes into a blend. And that is the art of the blender is to sort of recreate um, each year's flavor profile or to opposite way, just go for the best single beer every single time. Um, Dry Fontaine, which is where this beer comes from, in uh, Brussels, in Belgium. Uh, it is delicious. It's super consistent. Um, unlike the fabled Cantillon, which every beer nerd loves, I don't like Cantillon anymore, which is like a big thing in the craft beer world because it's it's far too acidic for my palate mm. now. So now um, these beers take literally years to make, but the American market has like drifted towards these the quick sours, right? The Gosas from Northern Germany or like the Berliner Weiss, um, I guess also from Northern Germany in Berlin. Um, but they're made rather quickly, like mm. uh, like Cobra Scare from others, for example. You can make those in two to three weeks, give or take. Mm. Um, but they're not as complex, right? This beer goes, it's super deep and very interesting if you want to get into it, or it's just super cool to drink by itself. Nice little sparkle to it. 
Um, they use aged hops too, so it actually that's why it's in a green bottle. They don't the aged hops don't have the same oil content that they used to, so they don't um, break down when UV light hits them oh. and causes the skunking uh, that most people associate with green bottles. Um, so it tastes rather rather nice. It's like fancy sweet tarts in a glass. It's yeah. real nice, and it's I'm really nice. getting hints of a uh, sunflower seeds. Ooh. It's got a little nuttiness like that to it. Very cool. Like a shell of some sort. Uh, I absolutely think it smells like an old musty church basement. No, that's just the tower. (laughs) Is that the tower? (laughs) Yeah. You get that uh, up this high still. (laughs) Uh It smells like sesame sticks to me, like those like thick uh, sesame sticks that you get in the bulk section at the store. Mm -hmm. This is um, one of my favorite games to play, by the way, when we're kind of like drinking like this. And um, my buddy David at Mother's has one of the best palettes I've ever been around, as well as the best ability linguistically to describe this stuff, right? And he does these calls like that, where it's not just like, oh, it's it's beery. Um, Or they don't, he doesn't use like black box words like sweet Right where there's a lot of uh, variance as to what sweet can mean. Is it caramel sweet? Is it chocolate sweet? Is it honeydew sweet? Right, um, or citrus? Like, well, there's like hundreds of citruses. Like, what do you yeah. what do you mean? Right? Is it lime, grapefruit, whatever? Um, but sesame sticks is is great. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like describing timbre in music. You can just say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you you're wrong. Right? <laughs> no, you never can. Yeah. I think what I can tell you is uh, whether or not it's capital G good or capital G bad, <laughs> right? Which is the fun thing to do when somebody's just like, oh, that beer is bad. Like, no, it's not. It's technically proficient. You don't have the <laughs> skill set to say it's bad. Hmm. You, you we have to I explain like it. to people like with the podcast <laughs> stuff like that a lot when yeah. they say it's bad and we say, well, technically, well, there's a bunch of them. So yeah. <laughs> give me that. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> let me explain to you exactly why that joke was funny. <laughs> We love to do that. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with us, Doug. Oh, it's a pleasure. I yeah, can't untaste good. the sweet tart tartness after, right? yeah. after, after I said you it. said that. So yeah, now I can't come up with my own thoughts. What about the sesame stick thing that I said? I don't don't <laughs> don't feel it. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, man, the beer, it's just it's so good. It's hard to find. It comes out like once a year. There's actually a few bottles at the wine center right now. Huh? Ooh. And like, you know, 25, 30 bucks for a, a champagne bottle, like a 750. Hey. But, you know, you drink it, you use a special occasion or some really good French fries like they do in Belgium, right? And you just go for it. And there couldn't be an occasion more special wow. than reviewing mm. a very new restaurant mm-hmm. uh, here in Springfield. New. It's it's new. and We don't normally cover new places, but we've had so many people uh, try to draw our attention to this uh, that it just felt like it needed to happen. Yeah, agreed. Um, uh, Seth from Kudzu, I think, was the first one to, to mention totally. it to yeah. me. And then a few other people have uh, had asked us if we were going to do it. That And there's one other that's new that people have asked about that we're going to try to cover for a Tower Club episode. But Ooh. this one seemed unique enough compared to other places in town that uh, we just couldn't pass it up. And I'm bringing up the history information right now. There's not enough information about this family that opened it up uh, yet for me to do a full segment. So I'm just going to read. I know nothing what I found <laughs> about the history. So I was, I, mean, I, was, I was hoping you were going to enlighten me. Yeah. Oh, I will. Okay. Uh, it's just not going to be as thorough as our <laughs> normal ones. Sure. Uh, so most of this information came from a Feast Magazine article by someone named Sarah uh, Relk. It's, it's R-O-E-L-K-E, published in June of 2021. Uh, corner 21 opened in late April of this year in the space on the northwest corner of Fremont and Sunshine, previously occupied by Asia Express, 
which still exists in a new location on Chestnut Expressway under the name New Oriental. Wow. Same place. Incredible. Yep. In the Feast article, Corner 21 owner Jai Peng Lu claims that his restaurant is the first in Springfield to serve authentic Chinese food. That's obviously false. Springfield has several restaurants <laughs> with quote-unquote hidden authentic uh-huh. Chinese menus. But what might actually be true is that Corner 21 is the only place in town to serve dishes popular in northeastern China. Because China is a very big country, has many different regional cuisines. This, he says in this article, it's a quote where he says, this is specifically northeastern as uh, the cuisine that they are serving there. It's also one of the only restaurants in, of any kind with a menu designed by a chef with over 30 years of experience, uh, I guess. Maybe that's true. 30 years is a long time to be working in any industry. Mm. But uh, that man's name is uh, Yuming Han. And according, to the, and according to that article, one of Han's trademarks is using a variety of mild peppers to enhance the flavor and appearance of Corner 21's many specialty dishes. In that article, he talks a little bit about how they like to make the food look good as well as taste good, which I th- think is borne out uh, from my limited experiences yeah, this agreed. week. And he does that with uh, mild peppers. They don't add a ton of flavor, but mm-hmm. sort of serve as an edible garnish. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting. And this is a family-style restaurant, as you and several other people <laughs> warned us. So oh, huge yeah. portions. And the yeah. idea is that you uh, get it with a group of people and eat them together. Mm-hmm. And so I did that with the band before practice the other night. Dan, Ooh. you went tonight. I did. Uh, did you get more than two things? I, I did. <laughs> I, uh, we, awesome. we tried a total of three entrees. Uh two-thirds of which we have left over at least maybe three-fourths yeah. like oh yeah just definitely so much food. did you add rice too no, no it came with rice it came though with a ton I, of rice. My, mine yeah. like we had a there was a side of rice that was big enough for all three of our entrees yeah and then i discovered that my entree i was not seeing the bottom layer of it <laughs> which was, it was rice. more rice yeah it's like a uh, dollar to add that much rice which i mean if get it they don't have many <laughs> side things on this menu. There's certainly no appetizers. I guess now's as good a time as any to get into rice. Yeah. Yeah. I think the rice is pretty good. It's good. Ugh. throw it in the fridge. Fry it up the next day. Yeah, well, I mean, we certainly have enough left yeah. over to do some fried for a rice dollar. of our own. That's worth the 30 minutes it takes to make rice, mm-hmm. right? Like, just don't get it for a dollar. Like, get out of here. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? I, I I skipped over the location, Andy. I'm sorry. I I, t- I took the driver's seat there for a second, hmm. and I want to pass no. pass it back to you. It's okay. How about the ambiance in there? Uh, it's <laughs> cozy. It is it not is. one of the most aesthetically pleasing restaurants it's a, on the outside. It's a certainly. tough spot. It's a it tough very spot. Much so. Uh, one thing I found out is you don't want to put a whole lot of money into a very 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 small space that hmm. no one has the time to kind of appreciate. Sure. Right. There's a there's a level of return that kind of happens, which, as we've seen at Team Taco, we had to like um, basically build two different aesthetic kind of contributions to make that place function really mm. like it should, right? And they're kind of they're hemmed in. Um, it's not easy to get in and out of there, which I f- I absolutely feel for him because it's a it's a tough spot, oh, right? Like yeah, it's right on the right on the yeah. corner there of Sunshine right the and. Yeah. Uh, Fremont and the entrance, the, the I don't know if there's an entrance or an exit, but there's two ways for cars to get in. And there are both. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's really not enough room for two cars uh, yeah. to go one each way on either side. And they're not labeled. And one of them is like right by yeah. Fremont. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, at some point, 
maybe whenever it was Asia Express, maybe even before then, there was a drive-through, yes. which there I was, don't know yeah. how that could function if the drive-through was popping, you know, uh, if, it, if it was really popping off. You mean you wouldn't be able to back out in that case? Yeah, excuse me. Yes, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to back out if, if, the, if the drive-through was was, was going off. Uh, so I understand why there's no longer a drive-through. Mm-hmm. You know, one observation I had about Asia Express. Um, very proud of their phone number. Yeah, the most prominently <laughs> displayed restaurant phone number in town. Now, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Asia Express. Is that other? I get used to get it confused with the other one that that started with the word Asia. There's another Asia Express on oh, on Campbell. There's Asian Hut right next right. to it across the street. This was the, I don't remember what the second word was, but it's not Asia Express. It wasn't Asia Express. I messed that up, but that's okay. You you know I if you know it, you know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Pusha T said, <laughs> if you know it, you know it. Anyway, you go inside <laughs> and it's it, we say the word nondescript a lot, but it is pretty nondescript in there. Yeah. Seems just kind of like a. If you were to walk uh, in there from like the street of a big city, it's something like you might see. Yeah, no messing around. Situation. Don't even bother with it. Who cares? Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't fit what the restaurant serves, at yeah. least in my mind, because it's like it does belie the quality of the food. Yeah, right? it, yeah. it's not exactly fine dining food, but it's unique and it's fairly. I mean, it, portions are big, but it's, it's pricey. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's not you don't get like a six ninety nine combo at this place. Yeah, yeah. There's no like sign up for the wontons and you know crab rangoon or whatever yeah yeah, Not, yeah and there, there are no wontons and crab rangoon none. It's no, great. unless you're talking about the wonton soup yeah the handmade wonton soup mm. no cashew chicken no no general chicken nothing like that here go down there's literally 300 other options go there mm-hmm. some of the most popular options <laughs> very close to, yeah. to your physical location yeah. don't uh, even bother that's what i do think is genius is just like no man we don't even do that go down the street it's wild because yeah. I do feel that um, maybe I don't know necessarily that we have restaurants in town that like start as maybe meaning to be more authentic and then tack on those things mm. just because that's what people want sure. uh, here in town. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I imagine it's more they, they just hedge their bets that yeah. way. You get, sure. t- you get tired of answering that question after a while for sure. You know, but yeah, I, I just never I, I would have never thought we would see yeah. something like this. Just a completely I love it. Springfield style void uh, yeah. d- Chinese restaurant. Yeah. I wonder if they're getting walkouts. And I'm sure they are. Mm. People expect to get their, oh, their chicken and rice. Would, yeah. And You're you going to see intestines will. like yeah. number five on the menu. Oh, the, no, yeah. the menu's min- numbered Let's... like one through 53 and you're getting intestines, tripe. Oh, There's some know. things that you you don't yeah. even you it's don't even hidden. know what's in them until yeah. you look it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not hidden too. It's just right there, and you're just tell, letting you know. And there's it, it, it's not an accident because the one right next to it is like pork intestine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. the one before it's like beef and oxtail. You know, so like you gotta you gotta take a chance with that stuff. Pork I did get one of those. I love the neck bone. Yeah, got that too. <clears throat> All right, it was cool. Here's what we need to do. Since <laughs> I think Dan and I did a, a more limited number of uh, ch- ch- dishes than you. Doug, will you will go Doug, Andy, Doug, Dan, Doug, mm. Andy, and snake style, but Doug is the every kink <laughs> in the snake. <laughs> yeah, just point point to me when it's my turn again. All right, you're up, Doug. Start us off. Okay, um, let's go with. I'll, Can I'll I just start. say I dug this? <laughs> Thank you. Do you mean you love it? I'm dugging this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I if I didn't work this morning, I probably would have like I could join in on this, but I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna laugh instead. Okay. 
Mm. <laughs> The first thing I had after I saw Seth's post, actually, mm. um, he he got me off my couch to go to go try it. I've been riding. I live on Fremont, so I ride my bike back and forth all the time while they were opening. And it's like I'm not going opening weekend. Don't go to a restaurant opening weekend. Yeah, stop mm. doing that. Don't write reviews after going to a restaurant opening weekend. Don't do that. Just like. <laughs> Give them a minute. <laughs> Don't review them on your podcast. <laughs> They've opening had more, weekend. They, not on opening weekend. No. Uh, give them a couple of days. Go at three o'clock. Go at four o'clock. Don't go at seven on a Friday night on opening night. And like, do, don't put that on people. Um, anyway, so I, I, kept, I just kept riding by and it smelled great. Right. Because it's mm. I get that in Culver's. That's a you guys say caddy corner or kitty corner. I would say caddy. I, I say, say caddy. caddy. Yeah. My my folks said kitty corner growing mm. up. Mm. And I said enough. It's caddy corner. <laughs> so I either get that or Culver's at like 10, 15 when they're both closed. And I'm just like, oh, man, I want a, a Chinese fried fish Culver sandwich. <laughs> so I got the fried fish and the crispy hot uh, fish. Awesome. Good looking menu item. Yeah. Definitely thought goodness. about it. It's so good. It feeds like four people. Um, you, that's all you get, though. It's just literally just a, a big old mess of fish, mm. and it's great. It's super crispy. It stays crispy. It somehow stays hot for like thirty minutes. So after I picked my lot and I was watching my stories, I went back for a couple more bites. Still hot. Awesome. What kind of stories are you watching with that fish, Doug? I was uh, definitely watching some old or newer English murder mysteries on Acorn. Um, I can't tell you which one because they all run together okay. now. But they're on the Acorn streaming uh, <laughs> service, and I've seen them all, like literally all of them, <laughs> and they're they're great. Um, Do you have some chips with your fish? I did not. Um, I normally do that sort of thing with the old gastropub, but this mm. one I, I had a little bit of rice, um, and I also got the dried bean curd. It's kind of like a, oh, I would like to try this. Maybe it's got some oil to it too, and it does have this sort of like um, savory, peppery oil sauce. That I've now sort of nailed down as like a kind of like a celery seed with a Szechuan peppercorn kind of blend. Mm -hmm. So you have like if anybody's ever had Szechuan peppercorns, they do make your mouth go numb oh, if you eat mm -hmm, a lot the of best. them. They're super cool. Yeah, but they kind of taste like uh, a little bit like coriander, a little bit like uh, grains of paradise. If you ever drink wit beer, it's a very popular ingredient where it's citrusy, a little spicy, a little dusty, right? Even like a, like an old dusty spice bag, right? But it's like kind of pleasant in a way. Um, and I loved it. This, the fish was so good. Um, I just, I want a sauce to go with it next time. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. I'll work fish it sauce. out. Yeah. <laughs> I tried Szechuan spicy chicken, or rather my bandmate, Nicole, previous Ooh, nice. guest, Nicole tried it. I had a few bites. This is, uh, it's almost like popcorn chicken. Wow. They're small. Man. They're small, very thin, with small pieces with very thin breading. It's kind okay. of airy, like a beer batter, but it's a little bit, uh, a little bit softer than a beer batter, and it has some crispiness to it. This is a pretty dry dish. That that was what's interesting about this place. You generally think of Chinese food in Springfield as uh, pretty moist, a lot of sauce, a lot wet of sauce food. involved, wet food wet for food. sure. Yeah, this was this was dry. I did really enjoy it. Also, obviously, I had those Szechuan peppercorns. Uh, really filled the mouth with pepper, filled it with flavor. Uh, oh, it was the the chicken, the popcorn chicken, and just those red chili peppers that, that you get, yeah. and a, a lot of them, a lot of them. Um, I messed myself up one time, Dan, when we went to Creation eating mm. those. Um, yeah, I don't even bother. 
Yeah, and I like them, mm-hmm. but it's almost not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll only ever eat one on accident. And mm. it sucks every time. I hate it. <laughs> They're beautiful though. Yeah, the experience. <laughs> they really looked looked great. And yeah. the seeds were coming out of some of them, so they the seeds would go and mix around. And, yes, uh, that's great. Enjoyed that. This was this was really good. It's again, it was unique. Like I hadn't had anything yeah. like it. Uh, the the rice was added just a little bit of moistness because you know that that. Rice does retain some moisture, so that that was enough to to vary up the the texture in that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoyed it again. Only had a few bites of this one though, so hmm. still good stuff. I do have in my notes. I say light sauced, difficult for SGF. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we get that so much. What sauce? What sauce comes with this? What what sauce you got? What sauce you got? Um, yeah, and it was it was kind of an interesting eating experience to to get outside of that and just be like, wait, is this what everybody else eats like? Like, do we need sauce? I think I need sauce, <laughs> but not really like they're fine. But like next time, yeah, I want a little dunker of sauce like the yeah. right? Sure. Like how many ginger sauces do you go through? All of them. Mm-hmm. How much rooms on the table? You know, like <laughs> I'm preferential to the uh, the mayonnaise that the they give you to slather yeah. on everything. Sauce? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seafood mm-hmm. sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pink mayo. The pink mayo. <laughs> that yeah. was, is that where Mr. Hellman is from? <laughs> Under the sea? In- Mr. QP come oh, yeah. from the, the ocean? All right, tell us about <laughs> another one of yours, Doug. Um, let's, we're looking at it. Um, shrimp with egg sauce. So right underneath it, lightly sauce. And I think the egg sauce is actually the batter. Um, they're doing some sort oh. of like egg yolk kind of batter thing. Um, what was very interesting about this was the shells were on it. So they Ooh. deep fry the whole shrimp. They don't de-shell it or, or de-vein it for that matter. So, um, again, like that's something that doesn't really bother me, but you see that a lot in cooking shows. You got to de-vein the shrimp, man. I love shrimp so much. I don't care. Mm. I just get out of my way you know, if it's in front of me. Um, but yeah, it had that, th- that very interesting kind of the same kind of texture that you were talking about. Light, crispy, a little dusty, kind of a little mm-hmm. airy, a little almost like a familiar beer batter, but certainly not as like uh, dense or um, cohesive, yeah. I guess. It was a little bit drier. Um, I really liked it and it came in, uh, we got it to go and it came with a really cute doily. So mm. like, yeah, a little doily lined styrofoam, which I thought was... <laughs> weirdly pleasant you know like i i hate styrofoam with a passion but i do love doilies i also had something with the doily yeah <laughs> yeah it was really nice i like the doily i don't know all my friends comment on it cute doily so good job <laughs> you know just a touch it's really nice but yeah this would be i think this would be difficult this would be um if i was working in a restaurant that did this that was in like a normal kind of like springfieldian white person range that dish would get sent back mm. all the time mm. so i wonder how they do with it i imagine it gets sent back a lot huh which would be a bummer yeah but just eat the shells and, i mean it. and they're not i pretty much everything I, I think kind of the bottom floor is 9.99 on the entrees but totally cannot express enough how large the portions are like you do so get much food. A, yeah. a great value um the you know i want to rewind a little bit to the sauce discussion mm. so i can talk about the uh Triple vegetables and brown sauce. Yes, please. Uh, I'm glad you got this. Also, I think known as like vegetable trinity. At least that's the first thing I ever saw it described as on creations. It's the, it's the Voli trinity. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. It's good vegetable. Vegetable holy. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah, sure. No, okay. Yeah. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that to our yeah. listeners so I didn't have to. <laughs> well, you had to explain it to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> this I, I've seen as the vegetable trinity on creations okay uh authentic menu yeah. uh, and my girlfriend there. ordered this once and she really loved it and then she has since 
recreated it or attempted to recreate it to the best of our home cooking abilities. Uh, it is potato, green pepper, and eggplant. Uh, also got eggplant. some of those okay. different mild peppers that in there. So good. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Dude, those potatoes were so good. The everything texturally, like yeah. all three of the components have a much different texture. The the green peppers aren't uh still crisp, like you will get in a lot of Springfield style Chinese yeah. stuff at least. Um, they were definitely cooked to where the skin had just a slight bit of pop to it, uh, but mostly soft. The eggplant was super soft and soaked up so much brown sauce. And then the uh, potatoes, not crispy on the outside exactly, no. but definitely uh, toothsome. You know, you got, you got yeah. a little more body with those. They weren't like falling apart to uh, mashed potatoes or anything oh, in your were, mouth. I got this issue and mine were perfect. Mm. Like I, the greatest texture. You just go right through them. Perfect. I loved it. Yeah. I will say it was one of the sauciest dishes I've ever had. <laughs> Whoa. There was so much sauce yeah. to where it was yeah. almost oh. coming out of the container. Well, as, <laughs> as much as I talked about stuff being dry so far, I'm going to yeah. talk about a dish just like that here coming yeah. up. Did you um, did you notice any mushrooms in yours? I didn't, but this was my girlfriend's. I only okay. had a couple bites of this. There well, very well could have been some mushrooms. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought the flavor of it as far as just like the brown sauce was a little more what I'm kind of accustomed to mm. than the other thing I had. It, it was truly like maybe a little more flavorful, slightly spicier than just like a brown sauce that I would. Yeah, get I wrote um, clean any place like it's a clean mm -hmm. sauce yeah. like you can you can taste that there are things in it as opposed to just it being like this sort of monolith of brown. Yeah. Right. Which a lot of brown sauce is just like we don't you can't even guess what is in it. Oh, man. And you're just like, I don't know. We're going to get into that in a couple <laughs> weeks at, at the next at the uh, next Springfield huh? style Chinese place we cover. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah. And I maybe already did that and <laughs> yeah. ate both these places in the same day and uh, <laughs> night and day. <laughs> weird, start, weird experience, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I can only attribute that to the chef who's been doing this for 30 something years. Um, a, a Chinese chef. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really yes. I, I enjoyed the triple vegetable. I keep on wanting to call it the vegetable trinity. Yeah, I do sure. think that's a better name. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is R real tasty. All right, Doug. Um, braised pork neck bones. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, really cool uh, dish. A lot of neck representation on this lot menu. Of neck. That's where the flavors at, man. Like that. That's that stuff's awesome. And. Um, these were they weren't served like hot necessarily, which was kind of interesting. It was more like if you, <laughs> after you get done cooking at Thanksgiving or something and you leave it to the side and you kind of come back and snack on it, sure. right? It gets like room temp, but it's still like snack temp. Yes, yeah, snack temp, <laughs> um, shareable temp. But, uh, so it was like I have dry in a good way, if, mm. if that makes sense. Like it was dry, but you could pull off bits of the, of the meat. And those were so deliciously flavored like. Um, maybe Chinese five spice. I have uh, anise, maybe, but not like over. Like it wasn't hitting you over the head with yeah. it. Um, you do have to be a little bit careful with some of the neck bones, though. Um, don't like inhale the entire bone because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure after they're being stewed or roasted and then stewed or however preparation they're kind of doing it, most likely to make us a, a sauce out of them or something. They're being cooked for hours, so those bones are a little a little brittle by the end of it. So mm. you might get a little piece here and there. So um, chew carefully, but it is absolutely worth getting it you should get it and put it on the middle of the table and let everybody just kind of like look at it and snack on it mm. so good 
And what I say, teeth are also bones. Let them make a new friend. <laughs> I tried. You are always saying that, and I've never understood it. There's never been any context for it, and it all makes sense now. Now you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, Colin got spicy tofu. Oh, classic nice. Colin. I, know, I really almost is. got this the other day, and I was just like, I hope one of those guys gets it. I also yeah. almost got it. If you wouldn't have texted me that Colin got it, I would have. It was a uh, vat of broth <laughs> with cubes of tofu. Uh-huh. If memory serves, there was nothing else suspended in the tofu. It was just, I'm sorry, in the broth, it was just uh, the tofu. Oh. The tofu was unlike any other tofu I've had in town, and mm. that it almost, it melted almost immediately after entering mm. your mouth. It was very, oh. very soft that it just would dissolve. Okay. Um, that's not for me personally. I would. That's what I was going to say. Is it was a new experience, and I could see myself getting into it. Yeah. 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 Um, the broth was pretty good. You know, it said spicy on the menu. Didn't find it to be that spicy. Okay. And it was very flavorful. The picture um, of this savory, looks salty, li- insanely spicy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. On the menu, it like the picture. It's such a bright, vibrant red. Huh. I do feel like they pull all the pictures just from like the first Google result when you yeah. type in the name of a dish because we did Google a dish and Dude. the first Google result was the picture that we saw getting, on the people, getting people to take pictures of your food is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it yourself is a terrible idea. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah happy, happy, happy medium. Well, I think ours pictures are pretty good. No, your sure. pictures are great. You just shouldn't do it for don't, free. Yeah, don't, don't put them on a menu that thousands of people are going to see. Uh, I didn't love it, but I didn't have a bunch of time with it either. Yeah, sure. Um, I just, you know, got the the cubes of tofu and ate those with the chopsticks. So I actually didn't even get that much sauce. I feel like maybe okay. if I'd gotten the sauce in a one of the what are those ladle spoons called? Those soup ones spoon. Are, oh, a soup spoon. If I got oh. some in a soup spoon and sipped it, maybe it would have been spicier. I so I didn't exactly have a pure experience yeah. with this. So I, I I still enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to be having more of it. Cause I understand mm-hmm. that it's uh, pretty common. Where I'm going to be living. Go ahead. You Doug. tried to take your whole hand and put it in <laughs> in, in, in the container and like yeah, <laughs> the Lord <laughs> Um, how about like okay? I got one of the quote unquote weird things. Um, I definitely went back after my initial run with my friends and by myself got some beef and ox tripe mm. in chili sauce. Wow. Oh, is that stomach? Uh, yeah. Um, and like a uh, lining of the intestine. Um, hang on. We have to do something no, first. Yeah. Stop. Oh. <laughs> Anytime we eat some intestines, wait, it's been a little, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's okay. been a while. There's something we have to do. Testing intestines with Dan, my friend. Testing intestines could be a new trend. Testing intestines fried with onions. The part of the page through which the waste passes. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad we, I'm glad we covered that. We needed to. <laughs> yeah. Could we run that back but have it a little louder? (laughs) (laughs) We put the head, you know, the the music sounds loud in the headphones because of how it works with the vocals. That one just slaps in the whip, is all. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) How long is the original song? That's it. (laughs) Six minutes. Just on repeat. Loop that as long Uh as you want. Yeah. (laughs) Look, the compilation of original music is coming soon. In fact, the last thing that needs to be done for it is going to be done after we're done recording tonight. Absolutely. So cool. I'm submitting the final versions of it tomorrow morning. And that will be on there. I mean, it's the best thing we've ever done. So incredible. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, well, tell us about those uh, the, that dish. Yeah, I got the the beef and ox tripe and chili sauce. Um, I I didn't like this. Um, <laughs> I've been trying like stomach products <laughs> anytime I can. Uh, 
Because, like, you know, if you get into food shows and stuff and traveling, uh, obviously Bourdain is at the top of it, right? And maybe Andrew Zimmern's at the top of it. Got to try this stuff. It's so good. And I just haven't had any that I've genuinely liked, yep. um, with the exception of, like, uh, pork belly, which is not really the same sort of thing, right? Um, th- so th- it was, there was a lot of rich flavor in these things. Textually, it's a very difficult border to cross. It's very tough. It's it is yeah. tough, both um, in, uh, in you know figuratively and yeah, it's cool looking. There's these like awesome mm-hmm. yellow strips with spiky stuff on it. Um, it is it was mine was served room temp too, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think really helped the cause. Um, and it it is kind of like a fight, right? Uh, but chicken feet are like this too, and people do enjoy that. I don't. I'm glad I tried it. Absolutely. Um, but I can, this was super intimidating and I can see this being a, a very in- intimidating dish. Um, but you get a lot of it for the, uh, 999 price point too. Um, so I will not be getting it again, mm-hmm. but it was fun to get to just go like, okay, how far, how far can I go? What are you guys going to show me? What, yeah. you know, do, is this something that completely changed my world upside down and I can now just go on every menu I see, I'm going to just get it no matter what. N- not for me. No, it sounds pretty much like. Andy and I's yeah. experience trying the intestines <laughs> yeah. at Bao Bao. Just Large didn't love portion. It. Yeah. I, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be making a real effort to get into that stuff. Sure. Because yeah. I'm gonna be around I'm moving to China, Doug. Uh, I've, uh, I've heard tell you know this. Mm. Okay. Yes. Uh and <laughs> I want to be able to, to eat stuff that's served to me. Yeah. And be respectful. Yeah, not reject it. And enjoy yeah. it also. Like it's not just yeah. about being respectful. Like I want to experience pleasure eating this stuff. So I'm gonna make a real effort. Yeah. There were definitely um there's like a, a shaved kind of like um portion that I think is the it might be the the ox um, mm. portion of it. That was good. The flavor is really. It's kind of like jerky. I didn't mm. mind that as much. It is kind of a little like kind of gamey. So if you like dark meat, you know, go for that. But mm. it was just like texturally difficult to kind of get through. Um, and it's just you know, now I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of jerky, oh, did you get the jerky? No, I got the sliced Uh-oh. beef and onions and special <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I was going to be like, Dan, you know yeah. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andy will get to the jerky. I got the sliced beef, baby. <laughs> sliced beef and onions. Wait, is it a young cow? <laughs> no, that's veal, Andy. That's lamb, dude. <laughs> Isn't that right? No, I think, I think no, it's sheep. Uh, uh, not veal. No, veal is cattle. Veal's cattle. Veal is oh. a little calf. Well. Yeah. What's lamb? What what is yeah? What is what is the lamb? what's the baby lamb one? Um, drawn a drawn a blank. Not huh. not mutton. That's old. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. butchered my own joke. Much like <laughs> someone butchered a cow to make wow. the meal that you you got, Dan. Go ahead wow, and turn, turn Andy. around. <laughs> Sliced beef, onions, special sauce. Those are the three things listed. Uh, there's there's no menu descriptions of anything. It's all what nope. it, if it's not in the title. Yeah, you're either in or out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no menu descriptions, and there are pictures from Google. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what it is, obviously. <laughs> this special sauce, just to kind of start there, brown sauce, mm. but not the same as the one that I experienced in the other dish that described the sauce as brown sauce that's what it was listed as on the menu for the triple vegetables what wasn't listed on here is the little four bok choy halves you get in there love that bok choy me too and also not listed is that stinky cooked over medium egg right on top 
I thought that was in the picture, but I wanted it to... It is in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it very much is in the so picture. They delivered. So I was expecting it. Uh, big egg. Yeah. Biggest egg I've been served. It Ooh. almost seemed as if it was poached. Might be a duck egg. I don't know that I've ever... Maybe. Yeah. I've never had a poached egg. I don't know how the yolk in it gets. I suspect that maybe this was supposed to be a soft-boiled egg and the yolk carried over a little too much, maybe just from being enclosed in the steamy bowl uh, because the yolk was pretty much cooked throughout, but not hard. Yeah, no, I'm, guessing, oh, not I'm guessing like a long yolk. poach for these because the, the whites were nice and like gleamy. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it came out in not the shape of an eggshell. Right. So I, I, I guess poach does make much more sense or, yeah. or, or soft or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that big stinky egg on there. Mm. Uh, you know, I say it's stinky because yeah. egg, eggs smell like fart. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just all it's to it, people. Yeah. Uh, little, what came first? Sulfury. The egg smell or just <laughs> fart smell? Yeah. No one knows. Well, I think it was probably the egg smell because people had to eat the eggs. They had to eat food in order to produce the gas. Yeah. Was yours, um, was that egg gray at all by chance? No. Interesting. Nice white exterior. Lovely uh, okay. yellow. Yes. Kind of soft yolk interior, excuse me, uh, but certainly not runny at all. You kind of chop that bad boy up with yeah. the beef, which is so thinly sliced. Mm. Thinnest sliced beef you can get. I, 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 I like uh, Korean barbecue style yeah. thin. Just cool. so. So thin, it almost melts in your mouth, but you do get kind of that uh, papery, thin beef texture there. Kind of falls apart. Uh, the onions were real nice, just regular old yellow onions cut up. Bok choy, just, just bok, bok choy. choy. Yeah. I think mostly there for a little pop of color. Yeah. And then like the slightest tinge in this sauce of like a heat but more a peppercorn heat, which I guess yeah, could sure. be Szechuan or some other kind of dried pepper. Uh, man, I really, really like this. It, it's Whenever you look at the menu, I think it's like the second thing on there, and it's truly one of the most approachable things on there yeah. what, with it just being sliced beef, onions, special sauce. You know what all those words mean. Uh, I mean, you may not be expecting the egg, but as, I mean, if you can stomach like, a boiled egg type flavor yeah uh you know it. you mix that with that brown sauce and it, it, it was a it was a new experience having an egg in that context and uh also a really lovely meal i really liked it and i got so much of it left yeah i <laughs> ate the whole egg because i didn't want it to stink up the joint in the yeah fridge. sure but uh i man. bet that's going to be great the next time you make Ooh, it put I that thing in a, so hot, in a hot pan crisp it up again yeah get out of the mm. way this stuff holds up uh, we it, it ought to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't need to do a seg. We don't need to do a reheat segment, but yeah. I will go ahead and say that like th this holds up. Yeah, I did reheat. Yeah, um, I got. Oh, we'll go ahead with another one of yours. Okay, um, I've done. I'm gonna do the twice cooked pork because that was a that was another like interesting one that was like, oh, this is not what I typically expect from. I didn't get it. Now yeah. you don't have to review it twice. I, <laughs> I'll do initial thoughts. And then I'll do after a couple of days of reflection. Mm. Um, no, so twice cooked pork. This is thinly sliced pork belly that looked like it had been um, probably like blanched um, at some point and then just kind of um, it wasn't like fried or skillet fried or deep fried. Uh, it still had a little bit of like a softer kind of texture, but clearly with some some nice peppercorns. Like I definitely got some black pepper in there as well as like some um, uh, the Szechuan peppercorns. Again, that sort of um, citrusy almost 
kind of like peppercorn aspect to it. Like is a pepper a peppercorn is that in the same the, the genus family as as a pepper pepper they got the same name yeah, got, uh, and some of them are hard like that yeah i wish i i've only read about this a long time ago and i was like where does pepper come from um it's not from like a red bell pepper you get a pepper corn. sure it's a different i think it actually is a different i'm gonna go on record i guess and say it's different without looking it up at all Pepperheads, get at us <laughs> yeah get at us in Let real us time know. right now um but yeah it, man it was it was good um but it's certainly not like your typical pork belly kind of application, right? This is, uh, it's not smoked. Uh, it's not cured. Um, so it's, again, probably throw people for a little bit. Uh, it makes great fried rice though the next morning. Mm. Um, so get some of that, put that stuff in the skillet, cook your rice in that leftover pork fat and boom, you're, you're in breakfast town. Wow. Sir. That sounds mm. fantastic. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried what is described on the menu as homemade beef jerky Ooh, and yep. I got it based on the photo. Uh, be, because yeah. the photo does appear to be big chunks, Looks, yeah, a Tal- literal beef, mountain of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the actual beef jerky had the same color, and it appeared the you know the the, the seasoning and everything on there appeared to be the same. But the, there were very tiny strips, very mm. small strips. I would say, uh, like half. No, it's like three millimeters thick, you mm. know, and maybe like two to three centimeters long. Uh, real small, but I enjoyed that because it made them easier to chew. Uh, yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. dried it's dried sense. strips of beef. Yeah, can um, you imagine trying to eat a plate of like American dried oh, jerky or whatever? No, uh, this was. <laughs> I can. Yeah, I can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> I don't mind, you know, like Jack Links or whatever the gas station jerky oh, that yeah, you get. Yeah, I yeah. think that stuff is good. It's a good snack. Time and a place. Yeah. Uh, this is not that. It does have a similar... It chews up in a similar way, except I would say it's easier to chew. Mm. It's not quite as gamey, though it is still very gamey. Um, great flavor. Again, uh, I mean, you can kind of see the picture here. There's some seeds. Look, maybe there's some chopped up dried oh, yeah. uh, pepper on there. They've also got some green onions at the top. Is more just a garnish. Love, love green onions. Um, get a little message from my dad there you yeah, saw. I ignored it. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was really good. Uh, definitely not uh, a meal. Um, yeah. The picture looked more like a meal because it did look like big, like almost what you get if you ordered braised beef in yeah. an Italian restaurant, like yeah, cubed yeah, beef yeah. is what the picture looked like. But this this was not like that. I did I was eating it with rice, but like the rice would chew up a lot faster than the beef. So mm-hmm. well, I liked it when I liked the blend of flavors and textures when they were together in my mouth. It didn't last sure. very long the, the, the chew speed didn't match up um i was describing this one uh to my girlfriend who does live in china currently she said oh yeah that's a bar snack that's like what you get <laughs> was, at a bar there so sure. i was just literally thinking like the neck bones that i had that are like you get your normal meal or whatever but you set that stuff out in yeah. front of it right like people just kind of nibble on it or mm-hmm. whatever or like at a bar or after you've eaten you put that stuff out when you're like you still want a little bit of food but it holds up really well. Um, it's not going to go bad. It's not going to kill you in four hours or whatever. 
it's little snacks. Yep, and sure. that makes perfect sense that it's like a, a bar snack. Yeah. I so you him. got like onion rings. You got yeah, the equivalent of a, a plate no, of onion no, no, rings. Yeah, no, I got a, a, a bowl of nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it was funny because I was like so enthusiastically telling her about this thing. It's like I thought it was so unique to get She's in the restaurant. She's like, you, like, why'd you? Like, they'll give <laughs> you this with entree. a beer for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they like sweep this up at the end of the <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. They're charging you for that? That's that's hilarious. <laughs> They're charging you $9.99? <laughs> It, it's a big portion. Yeah. I hope that's a joke for them. I hope that that's like a, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put this on the menu and see who, who buys it. Again, uh-huh. I think it's like number two on the menu. It's, it's one of the put first five. Number five. Put it at the yeah. top. Yeah. Very top, top five. To top. Get some jerky. You know what that is, right? I love the way this menu is structured, by the way. It makes no in, sense. In which, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's not. Um, there, yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to no. it. It is a list of one, two, fifty. Uh, and you just have to scroll all the way to the bottom. There's no like they're not chunked well, up. They're not separated by any type no. of protein. There's no help. The <laughs> online one has popular items at the top. So oh, it yes. give you like yeah. five out, of, you know, without numbers. And mm-hmm. I think there's like two sections or something. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, um, I've ordered online twice and mm-hmm. I actually I really like the online experience. What they're what great they're doing online order. Yeah. yeah. And I don't order online at all. Uh, well, nope. Domino's. I order mm-hmm. Domino's online. But they got an app, yeah, you know, and yeah. they know my name already in the <laughs> order. Um, but this is, it was super easy. Um, and everything I ordered was sent in correctly, prepared correctly when I got it home. So that's yeah. awesome. Yep. I did mine online, but I had to wait in line to go to go pick it up. Oh, that, really? was my, yeah. that was my oh. hold up. And it's not, that's nobody's fault. They're just people there eating. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I was like, I not experienced that. I, in my head, because a lot of times what I've experienced, at least lately, is like you you order online and then you show up and they just like make it and you wait 10 more minutes. Yeah. Which is okay, I guess. I like getting hot food. That's good. But mine is already ready. Like mine, they just went and got it as soon as I got there. Yeah, that's cool. kind of how mine were too. They were kind of finishing it up. As someone who um, refuses to do online ordering at mm-hmm. our taco shop, uh, the prospect of online ordering is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. The, fl- the flood of instant access via computer at dinner time for an unrestricted amount of people terrifying so kudos you, you just turn it off you know? it uh, you can mm-hmm. you know it's also terrifying answering those messages when people are like uh your online thing doesn't work yeah i know restaurant one restaurant that doesn't seem to care uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. oh, don't care, care about much of anything uh, really <laughs> they, they care they just don't let it show uh, okay. <laughs> that stuff that, that stuff gets to me um so i'm kind of an all-in or, or all none person and tacos don't wait Right. No. So we yeah. were just like, we're not doing on. It's just just come and it's get it t- to your point. Like, yeah, you, you would have to wait if we did it, which what's the point? You have to come anyways. Just like if you called in, which we don't accept calling orders, you just still have to get to the line. Even the prospect of parking over there is like you, you need to find a parking spot. Yeah. And then like, what are you going to do? Find yeah, a spot. Like, and yeah, like it just doesn't make sense when you look at it holistically and it just everybody wins. And the pet peeve is like you waiting for your food and somebody moves ahead of you. And gets their food and after you've been waiting in line forever. Yeah. So none of that. That is to say the online experience was lovely. I suggest yeah. it. I wish we didn't do this dumb show so I could go to the restaurants I like <laughs> that are close to my house We're more so often. Close. <laughs> so close. We're so close to doing that. So close. <sighs> okay. I've uh, got one more dish that I'll talk about. Awesome. Go for it. Um actually wait, wait what do you guys want to hear? I've got I did the egg or the crispy pumpkin with egg okay, sauce. Okay, we'll end with that. Because that was pretty good. Uh, the pork belly with rice is also good. Bok, secret bok choy and egg thing too, nice. but just with pork belly. It's good. Um, it's gamey, but it's not smoked. But uh, I think people should get the pumpkin because that was awesome. Yeah. Dan, do you have another one? I've also got the pumpkin. Okay. Nice. I told Dan you need to get this. Yeah. 
um, because this is unbelievably good. Yeah, yeah. super good. <laughs> so this is lightly breaded strips yes. of pumpkin. Same kind of egg sauce yeah. batter thing, I guess. Just battered and fried. So yeah. I did want to get into this, and I don't know what you have to say about this egg sauce. Yeah. But the only thing similar that I have had to what they call a quote-unquote egg sauce, which is basically just like maybe at one point it was an egg yolk that yeah. then cooked into a kind of an egg curd. Mm. Yeah. Or just maybe a crumbled up cooked egg yolk. But you get this exact same thing at Cafe Cusco oh. on their oh. delicious uh, the avocado. Uh, we, uh, no, the fritas oh. Wakana. Okay. I think uh, they're, the hurricane they're, fries. Yeah, yeah, they're they're okay. different mixture of exotic potatoes that comes with a quote unquote egg sauce, huh. and it is just simply it's something to do with the egg yolk. It, it is in a yeah. it's a cooked egg yolk, whether that's cooked by the heat of what it's being put on or cooked beforehand. I don't know. But whenever I got it, I was so excited. I love that. Yeah, egg sauce. I it's probably a misnomer for sure for us. Yeah. for Americans typically not exposed to it. Well, because I I got two different dishes. One had egg sauce, and one came with brown sauce. The one with brown sauce <laughs> was saucy. Was I could <laughs> drink it with a straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one with egg sauce, it there's no moisture or wet li yeah there's no liquid yeah. in this at all no viscosity it's still yeah. it's delicious though it's a great little snack yes if this was a bar snack i'd be in trouble yeah the, the batter itself has its own flavor mm -hmm. and then the pumpkin also has pumpkiny flavor the the closest comp i have with this is like a sweet potato fry yeah if the batter like the outer the outer texture of a sweet potato fry was separate from the inner texture mm -hmm. You know, for, if you've got a breaded sweet potato fry, it's a good comp. But I think yeah. there's more flavor. Like the agreed sweet potato fry is a mild flavor, and this is a pretty strong one-dimensional flavor by comparison. Sweet potato fries, very there's some kind of caramelized sugar flavor yes. going on, yeah. which I don't know if it comes from the sugars from the pumpkins or if they've just sprinkled brown sugar within sugar the batter or something. You, I don't know. You you can see there's there's some kind of clear. I mean, it probably is just sugar, but there's some kind of granule on okay. the outside that has been sprinkled. Yeah, why not? On right? top. I have some left over if we need to try Ooh. them to get a good sense of <laughs> I it. I have so many left over. I don't know how they're <laughs> going to hold up tomorrow. They hold up just fine. They're a little bit oh, softer, yeah. but they still taste delicious. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite thing of the things that I that I tried. Um, everything else was, it, it was cool to try a lot of this stuff and very unique. I especially mm -hmm. like that chicken. Next time I go back, I'll probably get that for myself, and I'm mm -hmm. definitely going to try to make a trip back before I yeah. leave. But uh, that pumpkin is is really special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. I don't know if it's an entree. Uh, yeah. Once again, I think it's something to be served with other things. Uh, probably served along with yeah. the beef jerky would be a really I, I'm gonna, nice little I'm gonna combo. Offer, I'm going to offer this a great car snack. Oh, my God. Okay. I can see it. They're kind of like fries, but they don't have... It's not like salty and greasy like a fry. But, man, if you're just driving around town, you need a little pick-me-up. Yeah. Man, you don't know how those. much I wish I was going... 85 down the interstate <laughs> right now. Fistful of pumpkin crisp. <laughs> Reckless abandon for human life. Popping them in, but not sweet, though. Not super I sweet. I don't know what you would dip this in, but I think it'd be a really good dipper. They just Anything. already have so much flavor, though. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. And that's what's such a weird thing is to like want more. Yeah. I, kept, I kept coming back to that. Like, why do I want more? Oh yeah, but that's just I me. Couldn't stop. That's me in general. Yeah, right. It's just like I keep doing this. Why do I want more of this? Well, here's the thing about it being a great dipper. I think 
it might be a great adder to something that has mm. sauce. Yeah. You get a yeah. sauce dish. You sprinkle a couple of those bad boys on top of Ooh. it. You're cooking with pumpkin fire. With pumpkins. <laughs> I have a fun treat to mix and find later. Because <laughs> I did that and I was like, ooh, what is... Oh, the little pumpkin guy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's where you were. Well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really fantastic. I, I, you know, I said this has Pantheon potential. Uh, definitely unique in that way. I think we should sit on it. Maybe maybe sit with it for a few days yeah. and if we need to induct it. Make other people can. go try stuff too and then get their input. Yeah. Yeah, this is one I'm I'm definitely interested to hear what people think about it uh, just in general. And if you have any thoughts on it, please call 417-501-OATS, <laughs> yep. the Spring Food Mo Hotline. Hasn't been used in a very long time. Just sure. got an email from Google about uh, possibly <laughs> shutting it down if we don't get some voicemails. Yeah, we also get ones saying that our credit card payments are... <laughs> I mean, we don't have a credit card under the, under the podcast, but they're saying that we are overdue You're on our overdue, payment. Yeah. Did you get, uh, um, do you get any from Google telling you to... Um, um, uh, by employee work signage that you have to like have like your minimum wage uh, displayed at all times. No, yeah. oh no. There's a couple of. I'm, if, I'm if, familiar if, with the signage. Yeah, any small business owners out there? Uh, there's definitely a Google company that will um, try to hack you with that. So <laughs> it's like 600 bucks too. It's ridiculous. <laughs> all right. So out of 21 corners, yeah. Um, what would you rate corner 21? What is that name? Is it on the 2100 block? Jeez, oh, I don't. I know, don't um, so, I've heard tell of like people being from the coast or whatever or moving in from another city and they're like oh yeah we had like a i think there's like a 17 corner in st louis oh so it might be part of a franchise and i know that's how a lot oh. of the chinese restaurants do work nationwide mm. there's a lot of yeah. i mean it's not just like just springfield that these places exist right yeah. there's a lot of um, ties that go across the entire country because people aren't just flying straight into springfield right <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna say a solid 18 corners I'm going to give it 18 corners. 18 I like that. Yeah. yeah. Room, room, still room to corner. <laughs> Undiscovered corners. <laughs> Dan, out of 21 corners. Well, Andy, I'm going to give it just 17, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Which is, I liked it Gross. one less than Doug did, <laughs> and nothing beyond that. <laughs> I really enjoyed this um i feel like i haven't tried enough to give it a full rating because you know i did just go for the first time last night even though i did get to try uh four different things uh, i still really like it i'm gonna say that this particular experience i'm gonna go right there with you i'm gonna go 17.5 corners 17. wow okay out of 21 17 and a half yeah. corners yeah i what i love about it is that there's clearly personality right it's a it's a it's a new kind of approach to what springfield has typically been eating there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of compromise um, which I also love the f kind of fearlessness of that. Yeah. No cashew chicken. Um, and then just to sort of get on board attitude. Like if you don't like it, I don't like, all right, fine, go somewhere else. Yeah. But we got good food here and they do, they have good food. You just got to get used to it. Man. Yeah. Like you got to try stuff. I can't wait to cool. try more stuff. I, I am excited to try like 10 other things on the menu. Uh, when it comes up on the credit card, it comes up under the name Sapporo ramen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, interesting i did i did notice that yeah yeah All right. so i had one other thing i wanted to talk about just generally uh we had a, just just the slightest bit of fast food talk you mentioned Domino's earlier i, I don't did. know yeah uh i was on a trip southern california got family out there it was in san diego it was in cathedral city it's palm springs area 
like to hit in and out like to hit a couple mm, other chains mm. mostly chains we go to just stuff you can't get uh there's also like a local mexican place called las Casuelas cafe in the palm springs area that we go to locations vary uh, as to quality one we had was not very good one we had was incredible uh try to you ever heard of burger lounge like a southern california chain no Mm-mm. really good had a really good burger best thing i had excluding my grandma's pancakes with laura scudder peanut butter because uh, i couldn't find any atoms <laughs> del taco wow cali bacon burrito yeah. oh okay unbelievable yeah um, the taco huh the yeah taco you've been to del taco i've never been no <laughs> okay i've only read about it yeah it's it's great i mean yeah it's you know fast food mexican food of the highest caliber served with crinkle, crinkle cut fries oh yeah and I love it. we had there sometimes was, chili on those fries. there was yeah. a little discussion on twitter today that uh-huh. stemmed from the most recent episode of the hoot and holler just came out this morning podcast about recording the ozarks mm-hmm. and uh taylor on yeah. that show made the claim that uh, the brahminist the brahminist <laughs> made the claim that brahms is the only place with good crinkle cut fries yeah Clearly misinformed or, uh, you know, like false. Uh, I disagree. Somebody already mentioned, you mentioned Culver's already. Culver's. It's Culver's. Culver's has got them. It's Culver's. I, don't, I typically do not like crinkle cut fries. I just don't like them. I'm a skin on fry That's man. the way I used to be. And now I'm crinkle cut fry all the way. Might be I, my favorite fry. I, get I love it. a crinkle cut. I get it. It has a lot of benefits. Typically, they've just been kind of inert tasting. Mm-hmm. But man, Culver's has got it. My one beef <laughs> with Culver's, two thick of slices of red onion. Sure. I love onion okay. on my burgers. And so every that. time I'm just like, I want some onion on my burger. Mm-hmm. And every time I get foiled, they have the spiciest red onions I've just ever had. Consistently, too. I don't know what they're doing. They must have a very specific onion aging process in that building. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's what I hear. I, I think it's, it's dialed under, in yeah. under tight wraps. Uh, no, Culver's has awesome uh, crinkle cut fries. Put to the test, I could probably come up with another pretty good crinkle cut fry. Uh, yeah, but if we're talking outside the purview of Springfield, yeah. I've only had them, I'd say, once or twice, but definitely twice, both with me. Those Del Taco boys. <laughs> They're the best. Del Taco. Okay. Yeah. This burrito, I think it was like a special menu, even. It was a big fat fatty to start, just very mm-hmm. big and like six dollars. Yeah. Okay. Had some <laughs> how do, beans how in do there. Do that in California. That makes no sense to yeah. me. <laughs> It's a California burrito, so the bottom layer is crinkle cut fries, mm-hmm. uh, some beans in there, uh, some bacon, and it was very simple. Cheese, a little bit of sour cream, and steak, like that shredded steak, mm-hmm. and I'm never, I'm not a huge fan of fast food steak or even like the frozen steak you get at any place. It yep. couldn't have been frozen. So much flavor. Juicy, but not greasy. You know, it wasn't dripping grease, but it was still moist. Okay. It was unbelievable. I just couldn't believe it. I got it to try something different because my brother, Jeffrey, who's been on the show, honestly, too many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he hasn't been on here that many times. <laughs> he loves Del Taco to the extent that I think he went like four or five times in six days. More sneak, times sneak than I did. <laughs> yeah. I had them. I think I had them thrice, uh, but only maybe two or three times. Doesn't matter. Chili cheese fries. Wonderful. Fantastic. But like. I'm going back to get this burrito now. It was so, so good. Man. Anyway, I just like wanted to sing the praises of this one burrito I had in a place that no one here can get. (laughs) I could sing of your love forever, burrito. (laughs) Uh, In other fast food news, I don't know if you've heard about this, Andy. 
believe that there is a second Thai Express location opening. Yeah, we've talked about this. In this great land of Springfield. Mm-hmm. Let's just act like we haven't. Okay. Because it's going to be right next to old Danny's neck of the woods. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought it was going to be in the south side. Um, It's going to be close to the place that I work. Oh, oh, that's right. The it's mine. It's coming in. Yep. Right next to the mine there on uh, Republic and uh, Kansas Expressway there. Um, mm. Wow. Am I very, very excited? That's to thrilling. Just wreck some Thai Express on yeah. the first week that they're open. Who's, who's running it? <laughs> who's going to run it? Do you know? A Patrick. Is, I, I don't know. Patrick? I don't know which Patrick. I'm assuming yeah. the younger of the two. I don't know. Sure. If I was older Patrick, I, I don't I would. He's, he's I wouldn't do yeah. anything if I was older Patrick. No. I would just hang he out can. in the town square and yeah. have people sing my praises all day. What a king. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope he just like sits in front of that restaurant drinking beer for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Just oh, hassling goodness. customers. You know, he deserves it. I think we've talked about how we want Statues of Patrick Natankum Nicon- mm-hmm. and uh, David Leong in, yeah. in the square of Springfield. Oh, hell yeah. The only thing about <laughs> the Patrick statue is you'd have to get an LED you top dye for it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one color ain't going to do it. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, that's great news for you, Dan. Well, <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Is that all we got for this thing, Andy? That's all I got. I had my phone out just taking a note for an edit I'm going to have to make. That's all. Guys, I got one more dish. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see if this changes our scores at all. Please, let's get into this. And also, this will give me the opportunity to say the 21 uh, object with 21 corners is a deltahedron. I'm trying. uh, trying, I was trying to to buy you some time (laughs) here. That would have been a good rating metric. Because if we, I mean, I got to every dish except this one. Mm. Um, The clear noodles with sesame sauce. Super interesting. I get why you missed them. Cold dish. <laughs> They're hard to see. <laughs> it's a cold dish. Chilled cucumbers and cabbage. Ooh. Matchsticks. Matchstick cucumbers, which uh-huh. I do love. Okay. A little bit extra crispiness. But this really nice, rich, savory, nutty sauce that, again, clearly tastes like somebody made it, mm. right? Like there's individual components that come to it, not just some cohesive mass out of a jar. Very interesting. A little uh like bitter in kind of like an adult way right where you have to like learn how to drink red wine or ipa beer or something like that so it's not just like this overly sweet sauce that i think a lot of springfieldians are (laughs) seem to be interested in um it is it's a little bit more challenging and it's delicious it tastes great on a hot day Mm. so get that don't eat the whole thing by yourself don't do that get a little sprinkle get a little you know Get something else and try a little bit here and there. It's a very nice refresher when you're eating kind of family style. Awesome. I had to mention that because it's, again, texturally and temperature-wise, something completely different. I mean, hey, what a better way to end the show. Oh, boy. We did have a nice nice ending, satisfying ending point. That's okay. Come on in. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. 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 What's up? Nice to see you guys. I'm sure that you recognize me and uh, the listeners obviously know me from my very recognizable voice. Um, probably one of the most famous guests you've ever had on the show. Uh-huh. It is, of course, me, Gatton Matarazzo from oh. Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Yep, that's right. Unli- an unlikely reappearance on the show. Oh, yeah. well, you know, the, the, the Dan, Dan told me that you guys yeah. were ending it and uh, <laughs> and he wanted to get all the best, yeah. best uh, guests back in here. Got yeah, to get here to promote season four before, uh, you know, before our show ends. Got yeah, to get the word out. I, I told him to, well, I, I told a lot of our guests that they could stop by. You know, I obviously didn't know that we had something planned for this last segment, but I just told them I, I've given them 
the same thing that you've given me, Andy. You know, sort of the uh, the calendar on which we're working yeah, here. Well, you uh, know, the only thing that keeps me doing anything for the show any longer. Dan, I think you need to give me a heads up about this stuff, and because you didn't, I didn't you, know he was I think, coming. I think you need to get out of this room right now. You need to leave. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. Bye, Dan. Getting mad, oh, Razzo. <laughs> hey, man. What did I do? I'm just a kid. <laughs> up, up, upstager. Jeez. He, was so, he acted like that was my fault or something. Anyway. Andy, what are you doing? You I'm putting uh, down another time code? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guess you were in here for the first one, huh? Oh, no. I, well, I, I stay in the editing suite usually at Stranger Things. Uh, for the last couple seasons, at least, I've been editing the whole thing. Uh, so, you know, we work with a lot of time codes. I, I like the editing bay that you're working with. What is this? Uh, Epsilon? Or uh, 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 Quantum Nine. Mm-hmm. It's both. No, I edit the Holy show. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Yeah, that's super cool. Wow, <laughs> I should tell the guys at Netflix about this. Hey, hey, Ted. This is what I'll say. You know, he's my buddy, Ted. Anywho, as everybody knows, uh, I'm getting mad at uh, from Stranger Things. Uh, kind of the breakout character. Uh, not quite as popular as my best friend, Finn Wolfhard, uh-huh. uh, from the rock band Calpurnia. Dan isn't obviously. in the room right now. I don't know if we've mentioned this, but like multiple people was like, that guy reminds me so much of Dan from when he was a kid. I've yeah. actually got, I mean, the, uh, the reach of your show is uh, the, the, the reach, my neck of the woods there in uh-huh. Hollywood, California. And uh, every once in a while, pe- people tell me, you know, you look like this, this stupid you know, idiot Dan. that hosts a podcast. <laughs> you, lo- you look like this guy that kind of plays second fiddle on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely plays first fiddle, <laughs> the main appeal of the show. <laughs> Man, that's all kind of ironic because I bet that Dan guy probably played second fiddle whenever he was in middle school and wasn't very good at the <laughs> fiddle. <laughs> wonder if that's true. He's out of the room, so we can't ask him. <laughs> Anywho, everybody knows that I'm on Stranger Things, but my real passion is pranking, of course, uh, which is why I also host on Netflix Haunted Prank Encounters with Gatton Matarazzo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's where um, I, I just do some really bone chilling stuff to these folks i don't know if you've seen this uh this show uh i don't know if i can say it on here uh jack butt yeah i've you seen, seen it ja- you guys seen jack butt uh-huh no it's kind of like some of the prank videos. Jack i'm glad there's games. more there's more pranking shows though <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah absolutely i, I mean you my, my good buddy uh blake griffin he's also uh entered the prank arena oh. uh w- with the, oh. with the double cross uh, i love the oj simpson prank show oh me too that's one of my favorites you can only really see the leaked clips of that but it's really something this is real doug and how much time you spent on the internet uh not in that corner <laughs> he attempted to make a comeback like five or six years ago and with a prank show well, oh, hey, I was like that didn't involve stealing memorabilia yeah, or exactly yeah. who wouldn't want orenthal james simpson yeah. to pop out of some place <laughs> unexpecting yeah. surprise them in some way in, in, a, in a scary manner. You two should collaborate. <laughs> no, we absolutely have similar should. interests. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think I'm, uh, you know, I, 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 I like football, certainly. I, I, I'm, I, uh, and I, the Naked Gun. I, I'm obviously very buff, yes, and yeah. I love Naked Gun. Uh, yeah. Leslie. Uh, Those are very good. And OJ's very good in them. He's, He's very funny. Disturbingly yeah, good in yeah them. unfortunately <laughs> so, almost. Yeah, it's almost it like the, the film work of Roman Polanski. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Anywho, 
great transition. OJ should star in a Polanski movie. I'm going to be in Polanski's <laughs> next, next movie. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the Piano 2. <laughs> 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 not not the sequel to his film, The Pianist. <laughs> Starring Adrian Brody. The sequel to the Anna Paquin movie from the early 90s. He's, the just, piano. A, he's just a hired <laughs> yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, he's sort of become a journeyman in the last few years. <laughs> Anywho, I should really get to my prank show, Haunted Prank Encounters with Gat and Matarazzo. So if you guys don't mind, I mean, I've hey, me, yeah. me and my producers have well, you're set here. this whole thing up. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm here right now, yeah. but I'm going to be going elsewhere. And I'm going to, you know, I got I got my earpiece. I don't really need an earpiece. I'll be out of sight. So I guess I could just take the microphone. You, you guys will have earpieces. But I mean, I guess your headphones will kind of act as earpieces. Uh-huh. No one else sure. is going to have earpieces, though. And, and we're the only three in here. All right. We got the earpiece situation covered. I just want to make sure that we're all sure about the earpieces. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to bring an unsuspecting haunted prank encounter. Well, he doesn't know that he's on haunted prank encounters with Gat and Matarazzo. But anyway, I don't know how to put this. I'm, I got, I'm going to go somewhere else. Okay. No weird pieces. <laughs> and this guy, he's going to come in here and he doesn't know what's going on. He thinks, get this, this freaking idiot. Thinks he's got a big job lined up. Uh huh. He thinks he's gonna get a bunch of money. So uh, I'll be talking to you guys through your earpieces. You know, you just, just, just so wait, you just wait. You don't have one, but we do. Well, have you've got your headphones on. Okay. You, okay, sure. Listen, so you I got a van outside. Us. If you want me to call, I can get you guys some earpieces to run underneath your headphones. <laughs> let, you know what? Let me just actually take care of that real quick. I'll call these guys. They'll get some earpieces. <laughs> okay. Let's just do an edit point right here, real clean, and edit. Uh, one twenty four twenty six. Got it. And we're back. Uh, y'all have your earpieces in. I went ahead and put one in just mm-hmm. for S's and G's, just to make you guys comfortable, you know. So I'm gonna bring not my friend in, but uh, the you know a guy that Victim. I know, a guy that you guys might know. Actually, I'm gonna think of it. And uh, if you guys could just kind of play up, I'll, I'll be telling you through your earpieces okay. what okay. all to say, what to tell this stupid freaking idiot thinks he got a job, thinks he's going to make a whole bunch of money, save his marriage. Anyway, oh, I'm no. going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the green room. All right. He should be here any second, guys. This is me talking into your earpieces now. I'm no longer in the tower. Uh-huh. Do you want to answer that? Oh, it's, Are, is it yeah. Your, is it I'll let myself place? in. Okay, Thank sorry. you. <laughs> sorry, That's I was right, confused. Folks. I thought we were in the van. <laughs> no, we're all up here. And what van? I don't. I'm Cold Stone Green Boston, obviously. <laughs> yeah, listeners yep. know my voice uh-huh. by now. Just on the freaking show a week ago. Uh, yeah, you know <laughs> who do I be coming back this often? You know, s- yeah, should we have Dan back in here? Uh, what do you think, Doug? It might make things a little more complicated, really. Okay, let's not. <laughs> you know what? Let's get Dan back. Let's get, <laughs> Cold Stone yeah, feels more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Dan. Dan, yeah. come on in. Uh, you're forgiven. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Yeah. Is this almost over? Yeah. I, uh, well, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's almost over. All right. That's right. It's me, Cold Stone Cream Austin. No need to explain my whole thing. Very popular on the show. Everybody knows me. Everybody loves me. Nobody skips past this section of the show. 
I'm here to stay, baby. I'm going to be here until the very last episode. Everything you take, every time you got, Goldstone, come on. <laughs> you got your new broadcasting career on the line. And you're flipping it up right away. Are you starting your own show? So he thinks he's got a broadcasting career, guys. Okay, so get this. This freaking idiot. I told him that he's going to be a big podcaster. And he's familiar with this stuff, obviously. Because he's been on your show a whole bunch of times. So he, he kind of knows what's what. But I've told him that he got a scholarship. And the scholarship gave him a job on your podcast. Okay. And you guys are paying buku bucks. So if you guys could just relay this to him. You guys have been awfully silent yeah. for coming well, up on 30 seconds now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I was very excited to, to have you here. We've been really yeah. supportive of your various whims and endeavors. You know, it's very important to to me and Dan. I'm sure Doug now, too. Yeah. But uh, you saved your marriage. You know, if I was married to Isabella Rosalini, I yeah. would, would want to save that too and that's why we are pleased to present to you to announce that you you are the winner of the, the first ever spring food mo uh podcast scholarship wow thank you oh my god i, you know, I was a little surprised when i got the email about this and and especially with it not coming from you guys mm-hmm. uh and you know I, I, I guess i just didn't expect this i mean i have been on the show enough and times to warrant some kind of yeah. payment you're probably wondering how many bucks you're going to get? Oh, I'm uh, absolutely. Buku. We're going to give you Buku oh my bucks. That's exactly how much my beautiful wife, Isabella Rossellini, told me that if I could just pull that in, if I could just pull in Buku bucks, like her beautiful, beautiful film career, then I could just hold on to her sweet, supple hips <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Yeah. It, came, it came true though. You're here. You've gotten it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. And you know, I, 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 I obviously earned this. I, I, I mean, I know I'm. I'm a bit of a screw up. Uh, but uh, you know, when when I when I when I go and I get something, I, I put my whole heart into it. And I, I promise you guys. I know you're well aware of how how often I. Uh, hey, hey, did. I'm sorry, Andy. Are you saying something? <laughs> oh, you can hear that. Sorry, I was just whispering you're, you're to myself. Literally mouthing something right in front of me. Let me see if I'm going to try my ventriloquism. I'm sorry. I was just talking to myself. I'm sorry. Get, get I'll just be silent for a second. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Just go like. Uh, first thing I want you to do is it's sort of an internship. Can you go clean my microphones? Tell, tell, tell them to clean your microphone. Yeah. Tell them to scrub the freaking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> clean the microphones and scrub. The friggin' toilet. Sorry, I, I was I was imitating his voice earlier. <laughs> Whatever I came That's in okay. here. That's okay. Okay, uh, Gatton, I'm gonna be honest. I don't like this very much. <laughs> this seems like it's really gonna hurt his feelings. I'm gonna get this mic clean, Mister Andy. I promise it. <laughs> I won't let you down. I'm not not too comfortable with fooling people into thinking they have jobs. Guys, what is going on? Do you have earpieces? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Dammy. Don't even worry about Tell it. Dan to get back out. This is a double prank. Now it's a prank on me too. Don't get out. Dan, leave. Come to the movie. Sweet cheeks. Back Listen, to Georgia. You go pick up your second fiddle and go to the waiting room. Come to move it. Sweet cheeks. <laughs> sweet peaches. <laughs> your sweet cheeks. <laughs> what the heck? Andy? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> like, I was That's just fine. I was just looking. It's like that little cheeks are looking real sweet okay. today. <laughs> yeah, Dave. 
I, all right. Sweeter I, than mama's bunt yeah, cake. I'm looking to get home, so I get, I'm, I'm just going to go completely this time. I'm not okay. going like, to hang around in the lobby. Okay, see ya. All right, guys. I, I got that all clean. Cool. Did, did, did anything else? I'm start on the toilet. Okay. I Look, I can see from here the toilet is not clean. Uh, I mean, that wasn't in the email, but I guess if it's for Buku Bucks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Got to clean the toilet on a Doug record. (laughs) (laughs) And unfortunately, you're not allowed to use any kind of rag or anything. Holy crap, I didn't even say that. That's so brutal, Andy. Oh, man, that's so good. (laughs) Uh, All right. I guess I'll clean it with, like, no rag. Is that what you said? (laughs) Okay. God. (laughs) No equipment whatsoever. Even even for me, this seems a little low. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right guys we gotta reel this in now it's real it's real lunker we gotta reel it <laughs> we gotta go for the we gotta go for the finisher all right let's hear it okay so when he gets back from cleaning those toilets you tell him he you tell him there's still a spot on your mic and then when he bends over to look at it you put it on the floor your mic all the way on the floor uh-huh. put it right in front of your feet when he bends over to look at it kick him right in the teeth <laughs> Tell him to get back out of here. All right. And then, and then you ask him. Make sure, and make sure to get this because this is kind of a whole look. You ask him. I, uh, hey, you, you must be feeling pretty pranked right now, right? <laughs> okay. So, And then from there, I'll take over. No, don't worry. Daddy Gatton will grab the wheel from there. Okay. And All Doug, right. feel free to get in on the kicking too. Yeah. Just... I know Andy, the way your guys are positioned, Andy, Andy's going to get them right in the teeth. Yeah. But you just get those ribs. Maybe get them in one of those sweet cheeks of his. I wore my good Oh, man, right. this is going to be good. Teeth. I've got it all worked out. Hey, Coldstone. <laughs> you missed a spot. <laughs> if you want Buku Bucks, you, you better get in here. Do you mean <laughs> over and clean it? You mean the microphone that you just dropped? <laughs> I missed a spot on I mean, Yeah, sure. I can, listen, guys, I gotta get these buku bucks. So let me just get my trusty wipe that my beautiful wife, Isabella Rosa Bellini, gave to me. I'll just. I'll, I'll freak, oh, man. What are you doing there, Andy? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm bending. Let me, let me put on these knee pads that my grandpa let gave me. Let me see me. your smile. Let me see your smile while you <laughs> oh do it. You got to look, gotta look happy. Oh, this is so good, Andy. You're, you're sick. You're sick. <laughs> do it to him. <laughs> ah! Good crunch on that rib. I hit him with the final hey, line. That was good. Guess what? Good job. We nailed it. Cold stone. <laughs> you just got pranked. <laughs> I just. I just. What? <laughs> this was a prank. We got you. <laughs> you, just, you just beat me mercilessly. No, nah, it's a prank. It hurts so it's much. Different. It's different. That's right, Goldstone Cream Austin. You're on Haunted Prank Encounters <laughs> with me, Gatton Matarazzo from Stranger Things. That's Spring Food Mo for this week, folks. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Uh, anything you want to leave people with, Doug? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I guess, I got to meet Gavin Matarazzo. 
because that was the first time for me. I just didn't want mm. to say anything. I'm bleeding so much. <laughs> Please help me. Can you? You can kill his. <laughs> Were my, you my in friend. on this? Uh, he just everybody left. go eat Who some team tacos. It's pretty good. Yeah, and I, <laughs> was, I was guess, that Dan Matarazzo from Stranger I, Things? I guess yeah. watch seasons one through three of Stranger Things. Mm, yeah, most that's the most important takeaway here is go watch Stranger <laughs> Things. Okay, see everybody next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Spring Food Media. <laughs>